Learning to be happy with Da. Welcome back. So in the first episode, we addressed the question, what we really want. And we determined that what we really want is to feel good and what we really fear is to feel bad. And so this is the premise that we're working with. This whole podcast, as I said, is an exploration of what will really make us happy. To do this, we must understand the relationship between what we think and how we feel, what we believe, and our day-to-day life. Our minds are very powerful, much more powerful than we can imagine. And the more closely that we examine that, the more powerful we become in learning how to use that to our advantage. And so we finished the last episode with the question, how? And to me, I call this, I call this the magic question, how? So when someone makes you feel bad, you ask how? (laughs) How? How did they make me feel bad? How did the words they said force me to feel bad. You know, when you take the bus home and it's crowded or noisy and or it's running late and you feel like that is frustrating you. It's making you feel bad. Again, you ask, how? The absence of the bus for those few minutes. How does that make you feel bad? But we want to ask this question of things that make us feel good too. So how does someone's complimenting you make you feel good? How does a promotion make you feel good? Scientifically, as I said before, there's no feeling molecule entering your body. Our whole understanding, our everyday assumption that what's happening around us or going on in our life is the reason we feel good or bad at any given moment. It's just not true. It just doesn't stand up to any reasoning. And this is what we need to do. We need to dismantle this. And we need to dismantle it again and again by thinking through it carefully. People react differently in the same situation. One person spike a stone and they react quite peacefully. And they may even think, and I'm using myself as an example here. It took a long time to arrive at this point of view, but... And the last time my bike had been stolen, I felt bad for a moment and I thought, well, maybe someone else is using it. And I imagined someone else enjoying it. And I thought, oh, there we go. (laughs) That feels better. That feels better than my thinking negatively of some imaginary person and judging them. A line of reasoning which will never get the bike back and only serve to make me feel bad. So... There's a lot we need to look at in taking responsibility for how our thoughts make us feel. The fact that I could react like that and someone else would react badly in that same situation is evidence that the situation itself is not universal in its effect. You know, there aren't any events that are universally bad or negative. There's nothing that can happen that is definitely the cause of negative emotion. 
you know, because people react differently in the same situation. Even we ourselves react differently at different times. There's something very powerful we often call our mood, right? When we're in a good mood, it's very easy for us to enjoy almost anything, things that we don't normally take much joy in. But when we're in a really good mood, it's easy. And when we're in a bad mood, it's very difficult to enjoy the things we normally enjoy, you know? Our favorite food or music, it doesn't strike any chord when we're in a bad mood. So how do we resolve this? How can we go on believing that nice food or good music or good company or having a job, having a nice place to live, having a nicer car, how can that stand up to reason as the cause of feeling good or bad? When so much is affected by our mood and the fact that we respond differently to the same situation at different times, other people respond differently than us to the same situation. We need to stop using circumstances as an excuse for feeling good or bad. It doesn't matter how many times you've been told or it's been suggested or how often you have thought in the past that being criticized was a reason to feel bad about yourself or your life. That not accomplishing enough, whatever enough is, you know, that's not even something we can measure, but this thought, I need to do more or have more. You know, where is this thought coming from? Because it seems to me that we often feel the way we expect it to feel. When you desire a nicer car and you get one, you experience a nice feeling because you got what you wanted. So is the car giving you this feeling? How? Physically, there's nothing coming from the car into your body. And, very interestingly, is that no one else knows that that car is yours. You know, when they see that car on the street, they don't know who it belongs to. So the idea it's your car is in your mind because this is something only you know that other people cannot see. So again, the fact that it's your car is an idea in your mind <laughs> that makes you feel good. So is it the car or is it the idea that makes you feel good? It's really quite a mess to untangle all of this, to really look at how it's what we believed or expected to happen that really made us feel good or bad. When things don't go the way we wanted, we feel bad. But how? You know, we always need to rely on this question, how? How? How does it be raining make you feel bad? How does it being windy make you feel bad? Listen to your thoughts. You know, all your feelings, they are coming from what you're thinking and believing. One very interesting thing I'd like to leave you with is this suggestion. And it's quite, it can seem quite radical, but I've used this for eight years now. And every time I find it's true. So here it is. Every time I feel bad, it's always because I didn't get what I wanted. Yep, every single time, every single time I feel any negativity, whether that's like jealousy or anger or disappointment or frustration, 
It always comes down to the fact I wanted something and I didn't get it. And when we can, when we really see it from that point of view, oh, I'm just upset because I didn't get what I wanted. It suddenly seems often quite childish. You know, we're not that different from a child throwing a fit. You know, a child may kick and scream and yell, but we just get heavy and disappointed and tired and passive aggressive when we don't get what we want. It's not really any different. So what does that accomplish? That's the other thing, is what does that reaction accomplish? Does frustration help us get the things we wanted? Does disappointment? Do any of these feelings help us get the thing we wanted? We need to look at who or what's to blame and hopefully see that these negative emotions are coming from our mind, from our attitude, from not getting what we wanted. And when we see that, we can ask ourselves, do I really need to get what I want in order to be happy? Is it possible to feel good now with the situation as it is? Is there anything here in this moment now that I can feel good about, that I can concentrate on, that I can turn my attention towards something good, something that is here that I did want, that I do want. We need to practice shifting this perspective. And I could speak on this particular topic forever because I feel this is the fundamental misunderstanding that causes all our suffering and all of our frustration is the assumption that circumstances, life situations, the story, it's a story, the story of our life, where it's being, where it's going, who's done what to us, whether we're getting what we want or not getting it closer or further from what we desire. This story that we tell ourselves, that is the real cause of our feeling good or bad. But we can tell that story differently. Like I gave in that example with the bike, we can tell ourselves a different story. There's a lot we can do to really radically transform our perspective, and we want to do this because we want to be happy. So that's why in the first episode I said it's easy to underestimate the simple fact that what you really want is to feel good. But when you keep that in mind all the time, what I really want is to feel good, you can ask yourself, will this make me feel good? What will make me feel good? Really, how? On some level, we carry on that line of thinking or continue feeling bad, perhaps thinking. It will somehow get us what we wanted. Like when we were children and we had a tantrum and our parents or someone came to console us, to make us feel better, to give us what we wanted. But life's not going to do that. Life doesn't give a shit about your feeling bad. (laughs) It really doesn't. Like, your feeling bad is not going to cause anyone or anything in life to necessarily come and rescue you. You need to take responsibility for the line of thinking that you're on and where it's taking you. So when you remember, what I really want is to feel good, you can ask, is this way of thinking making me feel better or worse? This is something that I've always come down to, come back to for years. Is what I'm thinking now 
making me feel better or worse is what I'm believing about the situation, about myself, about this person, about my life. Does this belief make me feel better or worse? If it makes me feel worse, it just has no purpose. It just has no purpose. We must be critical of our own thinking and whether or not it's making us feel good or bad. So whenever you feel blame, whenever you feel bad, ask yourself how the situation's causing that. If you feel any blame, if your instinct is to be frustrated with the noise around you, with someone else, with the situation, with your job, with your health, no matter what it is, Whenever you feel any blame, when the negativity feels like it's coming from something else at you or from you at them, ask yourself how. How are they making me feel bad? What am I thinking? What do I want? What am I afraid of? Use this question, how. It's very powerful. It really dissolves all these negative assumptions that we make when we ask how. And so... I invite you to practice that as much as possible, and I will catch you next time. We'll talk more about it.